1: doing good brother just you know that busy time of year school starting football season starting you know uh life be life and man and it's funny that we talk about that dude because one of my buddies put that as a Facebook post the other day and uh I I slid him a message and I was like that's true he said man I heard that on the podcast and that's so true life just be life especially in that busy season of life for everybody
0: let me tell you what. And on top of the busy season, man, today, you know, we were just talking about this right before the pie, but um man, we're me and my wife, we're we're I don't know if you would call it celebrating, but uh we are at the anniversary of our our 7-year anniversary of our daughter passing um and you know, and and on top of that, bro, just to make kind of matters worse, you know, it's like it's like um, that year was the hardest year of my life with my daughter, with my mom passing and my grandma passing. And it was like it was like wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am, You know what I mean? And so it was like all of that. So this year's I mean, this time of year is always a powerful um, moment for us. Kind of that aha. Almost um uh it's just a weird state and man um i'm spending a couple days here kind of by myself while my wife and kids are out and dude is just kind of being in my head a little bit man and so have you ever just found yourself just like just in your head bro
1: absolutely man you know honestly (laughs) Dustin. there's times every day of my life man if i stop moving, you know, and I, you know, we, we, we try to stay focused and on point, man. And you know, you, you got to understand, bro, no matter how strong you are, man, no matter how resilient you are, everybody goes through them days, them moments throughout every day where you just get in your head, man, you get in your feels and, you know, you overthink and anxiety and stress. And the key man is learning how to manage that stuff, bro. And I never, About every day, man, there's something, you know, a lot of mine is like, you know, I think my biggest blessing is, you know, growing up how I grew up with my sister and, you know, her having cerebral palsy and special needs, it gives me so much fuel and gives me fire. Um, But on the flip side of that, man you know there's some stuff that goes through my head especially as i'm getting older and you know you think about your life plan and your career and you know where you need to be and how the you know chips need to stack up if heaven forbid something ever happened you know to my mom or you know financially like what what does that look like you know that that's so it's like my biggest blessing and my biggest fuel source that gets me going you know, sometimes overthink it, man. And, you know, the biggest thing that I have found, man, especially over probably the last several months, bro, is you really just got to let go and let God. Uh, And, you know, that's really helped me under, you know, Understand that, like, dude, he ain't gonna throw nothing on you in these days of your life that you can't handle. Um, and you know, all that fear and worry and worrying because a lot of minds worrying about the future, right? Not so yeah. much the past. Um, and it's like, bro, by the time that time comes, you gotta have you got you you know, man, claim it. The road's gonna be clear, you're gonna be where you need to be. Everybody's gonna be where they need to be, life's gonna be where it needs to be to handle that, man. Because for 35 years, man, he's been prepping you, man, just having that confidence in it. But, bro, it ain't easy. It ain't no. easy by any means, bro.
0: It ain't easy, man. And what I found the other day in in small group, man, it was like I, I found this verse going into it. And it was like, this is what we need in the type of be in the situations of life that we find ourselves in our head. Maybe maybe with our feelings on our shoulders or maybe whatever it is, man. And, it, and it's in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. It says, And let us watch out for one another to provoke love and good works, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encourage each other and all the more as you see the day approaching. Basically, like, like man, there's so many people that will get in their head and find themselves in a place of isolation. There's so many people who will get in them head, their head, and stay in anger, stay in frustration, stay in sadness, whatever that is. And you know, Hebrews is clear about you know we got to watch out for one another. But the only way to do that is to stay in proximity with good people, man. You got to watch it. out for one another, but you can't neglect. And you, you know, I think in this fast-paced, and gun world, man. I think a lot of a lot of us, we get into a situation where we find ourselves in over our head and we're embarrassed to tell somebody
1: or Absolutely. we get
0: in over our head and we feel like we're supposed to be too strong to tell somebody.
1: Absolutely, man. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, one of the, you know, obviously, you know, what my father passing, you know, a couple of weeks ago, man, uh, uh, w- one of the things that that struck me me uh during that uh situation uh was when i got to my dad's funeral man just how so many people talked about you know my dad had his own struggles um and it was well well known you know uh just guy couldn't get out of his own way a lot of the time but dude if i had a penny for every person that came up to me and told me that no matter what Jeff Howard was going through. He was there for them. Dude, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now, bro. We'd be on my boat out there doing some sunset fishing, you know, watching the families run around on the sand in the condo. That's how rich my father was, bro, because he was always there for people to lean on. He was so strong, even though internally, man, he was you know, broken down. He had his own battles and stuff, man. But just to see just how just showing up and being there, even though he wasn't at his best self every time, but he was there. I mean, people were like, bro, I know if I was in a bond and I needed something, and this is going to sound like an oxymoronic statement coming from how mine and his relationship was for many a year's it's, you know, there was the, but that's where the forgiveness boy's so big, right? It's like, yeah, yeah but he wasn't there for me when I needed him as a little boy, but there was some band-aids over the bullet holes there that covered it up, you know, sports, my stepdad, my mom. But he was there for a lot of other people in a lot worse situations that were adults, bro, that people were like, he gave me peace being around him, man. And just to hear that. You know, and knowing that my father, you know, has passed and went on and he's able to hear still, um, you know, uh, it, it would just it was like, man, it, it changed a lot of things in my mind. And, uh, you know, speaking at giving his eulogy, bro, was was one of the most satisfying, not in a crate, not to sound crazy, like it wasn't satisfying the situation.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I got it.
1: to be able to show up for him when not just his soul I think it may get I I know it gave him peace um, because I'm junior I'm his oldest and he he was so proud of me man um, but for that my Howard family bro all 500 600 of them it seemed like that was at that memorial service I mean Dustin there was people out in the hallways out in the parking lot of the uh, Mobile Revival Center man you know uh, just just to be there um, yeah. and see how many people, man, were leaning on me in that moment. And they're like, you, you are the rock of this family now because your father was the rock for us. Uh, It was like, whoa, bro. It's like, you know, being there for people, man, it matters. It matters. Even though, you know, I teared up a little bit, man. And when I got done with my eulogy, I I had a moment and Taylor grabbed the microphone and, uh, you know, my sister and she said, dad at home. And bro, you could have heard a pin drop it was like the perfect exclamation point. And it was like, people came up to me and her it was like, this, we needed this more than, you know, and it was like, man, in our time of need with our father passing and all my other siblings, they're like, y'all were there for us to lean on, man. So being, being that for each other, bro, is so important during tough times. And we overlook it. Cause like you said, bro, we get busy.
0: You know, I remember when, when Callie passed, you know, our daughter, I remember I was in the hospital and I just remember all the people, man. I remember I remember opening I I remember opening the door to the hospital room when we were wheeling Amy into uh the doctors, the nurses. We were wheeling Amy out of the hospital room, bro, and we were headed into the surgical room to take Callie Grace. And I remember when when they when they opened the door, bro, I remember my 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 best friend Ryan. I remember he was standing there back against the wall didn't didn't say anything. I remember we just I walked out I fell into his arms he just hugged me I had an emotional moment I let him go And we went into that room together as a family. And it was like, sometimes, bro, you don't have to say anything, man. It's the physical presence of surrounding yourself with people who are there for you, you know? And then I remember afterwards, I remember we would get done. And I remember, man, uh, people coming around just to collectively just show love and, and, and care for the family. And and be a part. And I remember a buddy walking in and he said, Dustin, he said, I expected to feel death in here. He said, I expected to feel, you know, just bad and gloom and doom. He said, Dustin, I feel life. And, you know, I found myself encouraging him in that moment and ministering to him. And it was just a powerful thing of like the difference between families that have hope and families that don't, bro. It's everything. It's everything. I've been to funerals of all kinds, man. In ministry, dog, I've had to do funerals on both sides of the fence. And let me tell you something. When you have a funeral of family of believers, man, it's so much more supernatural. There's a connection to the afterlife. There is a feeling of hope. And it's just, it's everything, man.
1: It is. It is, man. And, you know, to, you know, my situation my dad, you know the Howard side and all, man. They were, you know, the 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 preacher that was doing the service was like Jeff told me when I was at my worst, um, you know, running the streets of eight mile and you know Pritchard that I was going to be the the minister of this church one day, and he said, dude, God and ministry and preaching never crossed my mind. And he said, your father looked at me and said, you're going to be the minister of this church one day. And this guy's father was actually a preacher, was the preacher of the church before him. I think there was a preacher or two in between this younger guy and his dad. But he was like, man, I was running the roads, man, acting the fool. When your father looked at me uh, and they were both, I get I don't know if they were out and about or at a house party or something, uh, but he said, your dad just looked at me in the midst of all this chaos and just said, you're going to be the next minister of the Mobile Revival Center. Wow. And he was like, man, hey, what you talking about? That God's the last thing. God don't want me. He's like, you just, I'm just telling you, just be prepared, get prepared. That's what you're going to do. And he said, man, within the next two years, he got saved, got into ministry, and boom, now he's the minister. And he said, and I'm doing his service. And I'm like, look, bro, that is the impact of life, man. That is, you know, having people that believe in you. Um, And, you know, what's sad, bro, is like my dad's situation. He believed in so many other people. He never really believed in himself wholeheartedly um, you know, I think that's why he couldn't get out of his own why do you way why do
0: you feel that well like why do you think he what separates what is that what what why do you think he didn't believe in himself fully?
1: man i you know honestly i think it was not really you know knowing his father um uh his 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 biological father not really knowing where the where the fruit falls from the tree in proximity to you know who 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 is who is he um uh you know and i think that kind of created uh you know a a mindset with him of you don't have that confidence in knowing who you are man you know R.I.P. Pops, man. I love you, bro, because I know for a fact, even though he went there with me every day, I know where my DNA and my bloodline comes from. I'm Albert Jeffrey Howard Jr., and if you've seen pictures of me and my father together, was not no denying it. Ain't no denying he's... that. And when you see me and him together in action when he was alive and we was hanging out, it was like the little Bodine and big Bodine. That's what right. they called him. You know, it's, uh, I, I made the joke during his eulogy. Uh He always said he was the best looking Howard, man. And I got cousins that make the same claim. And I just said, Pops, don't worry. I got the torch as I I got the claim as the best looking Howard now. <laughs> Joking around, man, just making light of it. But, you know, I had that confidence even though my father wasn't around. But I think, man, it really, you know, held my dad back Uh, because he had that love. He wanted to be a father impactful figure to like, I don't want to say the hood, man. It ain't like Cooper Avenue where my people on that side of the family's from, like trap housing it and all, but it's, you know, it's not. People on the block. Jeff was a father figure to a lot of people um, and to a lot of people off the block over there in eight mile and preacher, man. Cause I think he had that hole in his own heart um, because he never had that closure knowing who his biological father really it was that he wanted to give it out, man, even though uh his inner cup, man, was was half full. But that's that that's where that uh I think I get that compassion for other people from because there's times in my life, man, where, you know, I can give it, receive it believe it myself sometimes ain't always the best, man. Uh, Internally, you know, I'm real hard on myself about a lot of, you know, things, but uh, I'm able to be there for a lot of people, man. And just that kind of, you know, compassion and empathy for other people, man, is, uh, you know, it's it's really a strength, man. It's just, you know, sometimes we got to give ourselves some empathy and compassion sometimes, man.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, sometimes I think, I think that's a missing piece for a lot of us. I think especially for the ones of us who, man, the ones of us who have an internal drive, just an internal drive to be successful, bro, at whatever we do, whatever we put our hands to, there's just something about us that is hardwired that if we're going to be flat out honest, it's never good enough. Bro, no matter what it is, like you take working out. I'm 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 never I'm I'm something's off. My, I got some flab right here. I can't shake that. I can't get this. And and then if if you take it to my job, man, you you know, there's always something I could have done better. There's always something I could have done more. You take it to the entrepreneur world. There's so many people out there killing it. There's so many people Then I take it to my family, bro. It's like, but you see what they got, but you see what they did, but you see what they did for their daughter. Their daughter got to get this kind of car. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's like, at what point do we find that center? What is that centerpiece to where we can get out of our heads, bro, and just be content with, with where we are and never lose our drive in the process. I I want to be, I, I want to show my kids, man, that it's okay to chase your dreams, to do big things, have major impact, and not lose yourself in the process. But let me tell you something. That is so hard to do, AJ. Ooh. It is a it it is a spiritual fight, dog. It's warfare. It is warfare each and every day. I had a guy call me the other day, man, and he was reading his Bible and he was stuck on some things. And he said, Hey Dustin, he said, Let me ask you a question, man. He said, You think demons are real? I said, Bro, I said, Let's have a conversation right now. I said, Absolutely, they're real. I said, Let me tell you something. I said, right now me and you see each other. We were FaceTiming, kind of like this Zoom boy. And so I, I was like, we're, we're looking at each other. I said, bro, if we could see what was going on in the heavenly realm right now, I said, let me tell you what, if we could see what was really happening, there's something that is that wants me to end this call right now and go start looking at porn. There's something that's pushing me to end this call right now to go in there and start creating havoc in my marriage. There's something that wants me to end this positive call, right? That wants me to go in there and do something stupid to knock myself out of alignment and not allow you to find a good word in this moment. And so this is part of the reason I wanted to read this scripture. You know, when we're when we're in our heads and our and and we're in our thoughts and we're in our fears, or we're just in our own curiosity. But a lot of times there's something that stops us from picking up that phone and calling somebody that's just maybe a little bit further along in that subject, maybe a little bit further along because we're we're either embarrassed or we don't feel like they have time or we don't have time. Man, it's so important to be around strong community when you find yourself in in your head like that. And I told him, I said, man, listen. I said, absolutely, demons are real. I said, there is a, a whole battle going on out there, bro. I want when my feet hit the floor, AJ, when my feet hit the floor and I sit up on the edge of my bed and I give thanks to God for the morning, I want the devil to say, oh, snap, he's up.
1: Oh, hey, hey, brother, that's it, man. And, you know, it. it you you hit on that. Now, I thought of about a sermon I heard last Sunday in church man and brother Dallas got up there and he he said you know who were we to sit there and think that we're going to see Monday morning we spend all Sunday you know we get hyped up excited in church and the word all positive all feel good and what does 90% of the people that walk out that door at 1205 ready to go eat with the family all Monday man monday's coming who are you to sit there and think that you're going to see that Monday, bro? And I think that that is is part of what a lot of people deal with, man, is, you know, we sit there and, you know, we we forget. And, you know, I think a lot of the busyness of life is – I was actually talking to our volleyball team today. uh, The coach asked me to speak to them. They've kind of been having some, you know, typical team stuff go on. And, uh, you know, she's like, can you just – him with a little to go. And I just told him, I said, you know, what an opportunity we have y'all have to be able to get up out of bed and be here at practice and be here at conditioning, uh, to be in, in weights, to be in class, to be able to drive a car. And, you know, of course I use my sister as the inspiration behind that statement. Um, you know, there's a lot of people don't get to do the things that you get to do day to day, man. And I think one of the biggest demons, biggest battles, that we fight as a human race right now as i the the enemy wants us to lose sight of how good we got at just being us if that makes sense no that's like like you're healthy you know it's like i like like i said bro this whole deal with my dad has shifted my mindset on a lot of things like yes man it's great that you want to be great it's great that you want to push to the next level and always improve you have that inner fire for a reason to use it and inspire the people But what does God think, man, when we sit there and he opens your eyes up on that Monday morning you've been dreading? and you've been speaking it, that tongue boy's real too, man. I think that's the biggest slip up, the biggest crack in the armor us as a human race have. We forget not just our thoughts, but bro, how we speak, not just to ourselves and about ourselves, but to other people and what we speak about, how powerful that is, man. And it's like, how does God feel when he woke you up on that Monday you've been dreading? When he was able to put that left. That right leg out, that left leg out of bed, stand up, stretch, get yourself dressed, get in a shower, get your work clothes on, kiss your wife, kiss your kids goodbye, head to work, go to work. You got a check coming in, man, you, you know, making an impact on the world. And meanwhile, we still sit here looking at Bobby Bones down the street and his G-Wagon and, you know, his white picket fence and his perfectly edged yard. Man, it just ain't good enough. And it's like, what a crime to the good Lord that is to not really look at it and just be understand, man. You okay just being you, man? You okay. No. You're good. You got it.
0: There's so much, there's so much truth to that, bro. There's so much wisdom inside of that. And I want to take it back to something you said like, like, there is no guarantee that you're gonna to see tomorrow, man. That's that's something that I've learned that I speak on you know you do not have time bro you don't have time to play with your purpose on this earth and so uh one thing that i'm that i'm really big on is creating urgency okay but i got to be careful in my own life because that very same urgency aj can become a crippling thing If you don't take time to smell the roses, even though I may say you don't have time, you're not guaranteed tomorrow, be where your feet are, enjoy the moment, make your life about impact, this and that and the other. If that's my sole focus, right? Is to go and do that, man. Then I can very well easily Get on myself, right, and get hard on myself, and create this this lifestyle of of pressure, man. When sometimes today today is a prime example, man. I told you, I've been I've been in my head, I've been in my fields, I've been motions hard on the sleeve, you know, through through all of today, man. Wife and kids are are out, and and it's and it's me, man, and so so it's been you you know just a real Awakening kind of day for me but it's been a real a real struggle as well but I have managed to stop and pause several times today where I just pushed everything away and bro I just sat with me no. men don't do that anymore
1: no men don't no.
0: do that anymore if we sit we have to have a newspaper we have to have you know we we have to have you, you know our phone scrolling Fox News scrolling whatever you're CNN, whatever you do, right, scrolling, you know, the TV, sometimes we have to sit with me in order to find real clarity in life.
1: Uh, Hey, man, bro. Hey, man. And, you know, the thing about that, too, man, some of my most peaceful, joyous nights, man, you know, just me personally, um, you know, music's real big to me. And I think you're a big music guy, too. you know, when we talk to, you know, DJ Dub about it, man, is like music's so powerful. And you know, um, yeah, when I'm working out, bro, there's a certain, you know, I try to pick as clean of music, you know, the Tupac, the clean versions, yeah, you know, when man. I'm working out, man. When I'm when I'm there's times, bro, that I'm just I'll sit back in my backyard, man, and I'll listen to some old country, you know, some John Mayer. And then there's you know, Sunday mornings. I've been real big here lately. Turning on some worship music, man, as I'm cooking breakfast, drinking my coffee, sitting out on the back porch, you know, just just gathering my thoughts, man, and I've kind of built that into my, you know, morning routine, but some of the most peaceful times I've had, bro, is when I just, the only time my phone's out there with me um, is, you know, to play my music, man. I'm not scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, and, you know, I'm just, just looking at the stars, man, sitting out by my fire pit, just hanging out uh with me you know and you know with, with the spirit of god obviously man because bro i tell people when you feel defeated and you feel small just look up just look especially up. At nighttime like when you when you when you feel overwhelmed just look up at the sky and look man at the stars or if it's during the day man you got blue clear skies you got the leaves starting to change man it's like you know not not to sound like a yoga master or something but man it's like dude I really, I'm I'm thankful that I have vision to see all this and take all this in. I may not have the money I want, I may not have the marriage I want or the house I want. But bro, each day you get up, bro. You get, you know, it just that's when the moments hit me when I'm by myself where the clarity hits. It's like you may not be exactly where you want to be right now. But the good Lord keeps waking you up. And as E.T. says, man, you got oxygen in your lungs, man, blood running through your body. You got the opportunity to get to where you want to go, man. But I think the way of the world, man, is so just materialistic now. Um, And I've always been a beach bum, man. I've always uh, there's a part of me, bro. Yeah, I'm on the road to to success, man, to path, the purpose, want to impact. But there's also that side to me, bro. I'm a little bit of like a pirate, bro. I'd be cool on a houseboat just, you know, putting the navigational beacons, listening to Jimmy Buffett and, you know, to this place and meeting some folks and inspiring some people and hop on my little sailboat and head off to this island and you know as long as I got my mom and sister and people with me I'm good man but oh it's like dude you, you you really sometimes forget how good you got it man where you at ain't as bad as you think it is man you ahead of a lot of people on this planet now we get caught up in our little neighborhood our little village our little suburb life you know, this family down the street, their kids are all stars at soccer and football and baseball. And my kid, you know, can't walk and chew bubble gum. Oh man, you know, my kids always pick that competition thing. Um, but I think that's a, that's kind of a American societal thing, man. At the end of the day, life's a lot simpler than we try to make it.
0: You know, and I think it stems from peace. I think I think a lot of people, I think in order to be comfortable with yourself, um I think you have to be at a place of peace in your heart. Um I think the people that are scared to sit with themselves are scared of a couple of things. They're scared of their thoughts, they're scared of dealing having to deal with something from the past, something from whatever. The ones that are scared of themselves are scared of dealing and confronting something or they're scared of their own bad decision-making and they just know when they sit with themselves, them demons are going to come crawling in and there's going to be some bad decisions made. And I think either way you look at it, wherever, which way you turn, there's got to be a center of peace or at least a pursuit of peace in your life in order to be at a place where you can sit in silence, where you can sit with yourself where you can sit and be able to be thankful that you've got another breath in your lungs, that, 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 that moon is shining bright and be thankful that, you you know, I may not have that edge yard, but I do got some grass. Hey, that patch of grass right there, that thing nice. It might not be all, the, I might have some dirt spots, but right there, that thing's fire, you know? And, but, but it's gotta come from a place of, of peace. And I say this because I think so many of us, AJ, we lack peace with ourselves and it boils down to really lacking peace with God. It it really boils down to our connection with God Almighty. The universe screams, right? The very same thing that our heart knows to be true is that there is no other name than than Jesus that, that can give us that peace in those times of strife, that can give us That peace in time of addiction, that peace in times of mourning, that peace in time of war, right? Because, you know, I think about people who've gone to war, man. I think about people, you know, who have been deployed four and five times to Iraq and been in some real, how did they do that, bro? How did they maintain and come back and still uh, some of them are able to keep themselves intact? You know, God knows what they've seen, man. At some point, you know, we have to find a place of peace within ourselves and within our our alignment with God. And the only way to do that, man, is to pursue him. When I get I've been in my head all day, bro, but I've learned a concept that I'm working on. I have not mastered it, but it's this term pray without ceasing pray without stopping, man. And so the Bible tells us the Holy Spirit groans, right? The Holy Spirit prays for us, prays through us, right? Even when we don't know what to say, think, feel, or speak. And so I find myself tapping into that, that groaning, that spiritual connection even when i don't know i'm doing it the other day man i was up under a mobile home man just doing some work at a uh, one of my my new rental place and, and like trying to get some things right and all of a sudden i just feel this connection that's that's not like a new connection i i i tap into what's already happening bro and i just feel myself thanking god man thanking god that i'm that i'm able to be under here that yes i'm i'm Strapping this three inch sewage pipe up to the top and it's just like, thank you, God, for, for the sewage pipe. You know what I'm saying? It's like a it's a it's a pray without ceasing um, all throughout my day. When I'm in my head, you best believe I'm in my heart. You best believe. And I think that right there is what stops a lot of people from finding peace, man, from finding peace good wisdom and direction and it stops people from finding good community because they keep it here and they don't allow it to go here.
1: That's it, man. And you know, there, there is blocks, uh, between the heart and the mind a lot of the time, man, um, with distractions and busyness. And like you said, uh, Peace is so important, but you don't find peace when you're chasing, you know, social settings all the time or, you know, entertainment on TV. And one thing I've had to check myself up on, bro, um, not just from an entertainment standpoint, um, but, you know, I love football. I'm a football coach, man. I'm a sports fan. But I find myself a lot of the time sitting here, man, you know, I'm like, you've watched more football games. Um, or football film, uh, you know, with our 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 team, um, then you probably have set by yourself, man. You probably need to pump the brakes on a couple of quarters of football and on huddle and spend some time alone. And, you know, I used to not even bat an eye at that, um, but I've been more, you know, self-conscious about how I'm spending my time because I value my time more, if that makes sense. And uh, in in the sense that, like, what a blessing it is to be able to spend time in the spirit, to spend time with myself, um, with no TV, with no computer on, no phone, and just sit there, man, and really you know, organize and sort out AJ because guys like us, man, that spend so much time pouring into other people, we spend so much time putting the puzzle pieces together to why this person, what makes this person, you know, want to get, go hard and, you know, chase their, you know, purpose and dreams, or what makes this kid want to work harder in the weight room, or, you know, they're having a bad day. They need somebody to talk to the guys like us that pour into other people every day of our lives and our professions That sometimes we lose sight of what really pieces us together, um, you know, and we're both big on the word, man, and you got to start there. That's one of both of our pillars, you know, that's the foundation, but... you know, just everyday life. It's like, man, you know, and as you get older, things that had your attention and stuff, you just, I get, like I said, man, you just get more self-conscious about how you're spending your time. Now I still love watching football. I love cutting on game day at eight o'clock. To watch. I stayed up to one 32 o'clock watching primetime last Saturday, uh, you know, in the Colorado. I was Buffalo. just
0: looking at some, I, hey, I was about to talk about primetime and how we're caught Damn. up on how we're caught up on Dion, man, and exactly. just all has gone nuts from him. one guy. You know,
1: that's it. And you know, just you know, it ain't got to be all day, but you know, uh, uh, like a fast. You know, like hey, man, take forty five minutes right now and just cut everything off. Sit in the spirit, pray, journal, read. You know, just sit by yourself and really un- unpack the day before you get going to the. Next day, or the next endeavor, or you know, taking the next you know coaching call, or setting up the next client, man, just take time to be with you, man. And I, one thing I learned, bro, uh, you know, like I said, the stuff with my dad, man, the more you love yourself, not in a selfish, cocky way, but the more peace you have with yourself, um, the mess, the more self love you give yourself, man, the more I think it fills your cup up internally, and you're able to pour that cup into other people more effectively.
0: Now that's good, man. And I think one of the biggest things, reasons I think as a nation we're getting caught up on, uh, on speaking of primetime is is uh, with with Dion, man. Everybody kind of rallying around an ideology. I think I think in some places we've twisted this thing a little bit. Um, While wow, I love primetime, I love what's going on in Colorado. I love that. Uh, there's some things there that I'm kind of like. Mm, okay so yeah yeah and 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 it scares scares me personally so a little
1: stuff man
0: yeah there's some there's some stuff that i'm like man i'm not i'm not digging this so much but but i understand we're so desperate to believe something and and dion's thing is i believe that's it's on the t-shirts it's on the hoodies it's on the, the, the i believe this i believe movement right And we're confusing a man with, 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 with God, in my opinion, because Dion, you you know, he professes his faith and does all of that. And that's great. And he's leading them guys. But I wish, here's what I wish. I wish a nation could get as excited about God as we get excited about Dion. Okay. And so there's, I just said it, I put it out there. That's what it is. And so I love Dion, I love what's going on. But when I see certain people on the sidelines and I see certain people leading all this stuff, that I'm just like, something's off. And I'm I'm loving it while also thinking it's mixed up.
1: Mixed emotions, man. That's that's, okay. that's the best way I can put it, bro. That's it. That's it. It's like, you know, I love what he's doing. You know what he done for the HBCUs, obviously, man. Um, this in the sports podcast, but obviously there needed to be some attention brought to it. There's great athletes, great coaches, great programs, great history in the HBCU community, man. And for him to shed light and create these opportunities for these young men. And, you know, like you said, Dion does profess his faith a lot. And, does, you know, man. He man. talks no about God, uh, man. And, you know, he says, without God, I'm, I'm not a prom time um you know he 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 is who he says he is i wholeheartedly believe but what worries me like you man is a little bit of the entertainment the cult like following the you know drop everything and believe in prom you know it's like you know get that excited about god get that excited about life get that excited about the opportunity you get to live um you know but we seek, man we seek so much validation, like in entertainment as a society. It's that's sitting it. in, man. It, that, that's it. And, and that's all, you know, all, that's all football is. Yeah, yeah. it's a sport, but why do we watch it to be entertained? It's, it's entertaining. Right. That's all it is. I, I spend many in Monday nights, you know, flipping from Monday night football to Monday night Raw, have since I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, and we all seek for that entertainment, man, because As a society, as a whole, man, people can't just sit there and learn to unwire and just be human and understand, bro, like we were created for a purpose on this earth and people were so busy trying to be the next Dion or the next Travis Hunter or, you know, the next Kim Kardashian, Uh, man, we just need to focus on being better people and building a better community, man. And, you know, just trying to be better personally each and every day.
0: You know, and I'm going to call this, I think, I think we should call the podcast In My Head. And, and, you know, and and I guess, I guess I want to end it with, with kind of this statement, right? Um, You know, in a nation that's so desperate to believe, it's got to start with me. It's got to start with the listener. It's got to start with you. It's got to start with getting in the word, it's got to start with learning and falling in love with God. It's got to learn. It's got to, it's got to start with being in community. It's got to start with affecting your family. It's got to pour out into your family, bro. It's got to pour out into your wife. It's got to pour out into your kids. It's got to pour out into your business. It's got to pour out into uh whatever that financial endeavor is when people come in contact with you, we got to understand that they are desperate to believe. Now, are we selling them, right? Are we selling them a false dream or are we selling them God who gave us breath in our lungs, man? And so that's kind of what I want to leave it to somebody is like, is like when you find yourself in that heavy moment, When you find yourself in your head or when you find yourself facing a challenging decision, get away from the distractions. We got to sit with us. And the only way to do that, bro, is to find peace within our own hearts. And that peace can be found in God alone, man. So with that, uh, AJ, close us out, man.
1: And, you know, I I think it's a powerful pod tonight, man. I know we've probably, you know, I know me personally, we've both been it, we're in the same boat right now, man, and we just trying to lean on each other and help each other, and I know there's listeners out there going through the same thing is, you know, never lose sight of your center. Life's going to life, man, and you're going to get chaotic, and, the, you know, there's going to be traffic on the road in life, and there's going to be chaos, and, you know, there's going to be, you know, times that your wheels are spinning, and you feel like there's no hope. Um, you always got hope, man. Um, every day the Lord wakes you up, man. He's believing in you. You just need to lean on him and believe in him and understand he's there each and every day, man. And he is the way. And uh, you know I'm gonna close it out with this at my father's memorial. One of my cousins saying, "This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine," because that summed up who my father was. Every room he walked into, man, he was prime time. You know, Jeff Howard, man, he was a member of the Shockwaves Dance Group. They danced with MC Hammer. He had that. Kind of energy, um. But I also know that my father, man, even though he had his ways, he was in the Word. Um. But any room he walked into, man, uh, no matter personally what he is going through, he let his light shine. Um. And I made a promise there, giving his eulogy that I'm gonna carry the torch, man. And uh, we we all just need to do that, man. We just need to be like when you like them sparklers, you like one, like at weddings, you know, you you light one, you pass it down, pass it to the next, and just, man. Let's light up this world, bro, with some good because it's heavy on a lot of us each and every day. Ain't nobody numb to it. Even if you got all the money in the world, you got problems. There's times where you got self-doubt and instead of, you know, exposing the negative and self-doubt in each other, bro, let's light each other up and be the light each and every day that we're able to get up and live this life, bro.
0: That's it. Never forget, man. Let's go. That's it.
1: Keep that motor go energy all the way. turned up, baby.
0: Come on.